Have you finished your personal statement yet? Now's the perfect time to get it professionally reviewed by a medical school HQ expert advisor. We have former directors of admissions, admissions officers, and the like on our small team of amazing people. They have the inside knowledge from reading thousands and thousands and thousands, tens, if not 100,000 personal statements going through the process and setting up the process for their whole committee. They know exactly what medical schools look for and the common red flags that can get your entire application thrown out. Take advantage of our flash sale right now, going through May 6th, up to 6,000 characters reviewed for just $150. That's a $75 discount on our regular price. Go to editmyps.com. Again, that's editmyps.com. I swear to fulfill to the best of my ability and judgment this covenant. I will respect the hard-won scientific gains of those physicians in whose steps I walk and gladly share such knowledge as is mine with those who are to follow. I will apply for the benefit of the sick all measures that are required, avoiding those twin traps of overtreatment and therapeutic nihilism. I will remember that there is art to medicine as well as science, and that warmth, sympathy, and understanding may outweigh the surgeon's knife or the chemist's drug. I will not be ashamed to say I know not, nor will I fail to call in my colleagues when the skills of another are needed for a patient's recovery. I will respect the privacy of my patients for their problems are not disclosed to me that the world may know. Most especially must I tread with care in matters of life and death. If it is given to me to save a life, all thanks. But it may also be within my power to take a life This awesome responsibility must be faced with great humbleness and awareness of my own frailty. Above all, I must not play at God. I will remember that I do not treat a fever chart, a cancerous growth, but a sick human being whose illness may affect the person's family and economic stability. My responsibility includes these related problems if I am to care adequately for the sick. I will prevent disease whenever I can, for prevention is preferable to cure. I will remember that I remain a member of society with special obligation to all my fellow human beings, those sound of mind and body, as well as the infirm. If I do not violate this oath, may I enjoy life and art, respected while I live and remembered with affection thereafter. May I also act so as to preserve the finest traditions of my calling, and may I long experience the joy of healing those who seek my help. This is the pre-med year, session number 400. A welcome to the pre-med years. Thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. Now, I've been sitting here trying to think about what to talk about for episode 400, because It's been a long time, and I've talked about a lot of stuff, and I'm sure there's a lot more to cover, but I really wanted to check in to see how you were doing. Right now, as I'm recording this, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in the middle of the world's largest civil rights movement in history. We're in the middle of a lot of crazy and and a lot of sad stuff. 
And so I wanted to ask you how you're doing and tell you that it's okay if you're not doing okay. A lot of students are deciding to delay their application this year because fear of COVID sitting in a test prep or test center for six hours to take a useless test is scary to them. And with reports of students several days after the test testing positive, I can understand why it would be. And let me tell you that it's okay to delay this year. It's okay to delay next year if this is still going on. Because at the end of the day, if being a physician is what you want, then it can wait. There's no rush to get to your goal. This whole process is crazy. And as I dig more into it, and as this pandemic has exposed, a lot of it is crazy. It's ridiculous. There's been a lot of digging into the AAMC. Somebody sent me some money, uh, some, some tax forms about how much money the AAMC has sitting in investments and in the bank and in their fancy buildings, how much money they make from ARIS and MCAT and AMCAS and everything else that they do. And I look at that and I think just how crazy this process is. A student tweeted and tagged me on Instagram. It was interesting. They, they tweeted and then tagged me on Instagram uh, that spending thousands of dollars to apply to medical school shouldn't be just, quote, part of the process. I don't know if I agree with that or not. I mean, I, I agree to a big extent and starting a a a fund really uh to to help those who are who come from disadvantaged backgrounds who can't afford and don't apply to medical school because of lack of funds is something that I've been looking into if this several months has really opened my eyes to one thing it's just to really how unfair this whole process is to a lot of people and it's it doesn't end with or doesn't start with the application process it started with redlining and home prices being tied to school values and the educational opportunities for students who come from disadvantaged backgrounds who come from neighborhoods that are impoverished. I've been doing a lot of work learning about my white privilege, trying to learn how I can use that privilege to help so many more of you. I think I've been doing a good job. I've been putting out this podcast now for 400 episodes for close to eight years now for free every week. I have the MCAT podcast, which is free MCAT prep. I get emails and, and messages about the MCAT podcast and the MCAT cars podcast being free prep, helping students crush their scores. But I know there's more that I can do, and I'm doing it. I'm trying to. And I want to hear from you. Let me know what more I can do. I'm talking to reporters trying to expose the AAMC. I'm yelling at them on Twitter, <laughs> telling their 
CEO or executive director or whatever his name is, David Scorton, Dr. Dr. David Scorton, who makes uh, a lot of money for what he does, uh, yelling at him, telling him that this whole process, this whole year has been just a disgrace. How they've treated students, how they've treated you through this whole process. So if there's something out there that I can be doing to help you, let me know. Right, I'm, I'm a one-man shop for the most part. I do have a small team that helps me put out my podcasts and makes my website and helps me with social media. And I'm working on Mapped, which as I'm recording this, it's a late Tuesday night. Tomorrow, as this episode comes out, we're bringing on our first students onto Mapped. We're, we're bringing people on slowly. We're going to watch them, stalk them, and, and see how things are working and find all the bugs. But I'm hoping Mapped is a tool that every student will be able to use to help them through this process. I'm trying to level the playing field as much as possible for all of you. Becoming a physician is an amazing feat in this country. I was I was talking to or in a, a Facebook Live the other day for those who have pre-ordered Mapped called Ask the Dean, which is now a podcast, another podcast. If you search for Ask the Dean, you can find that podcast. Episode one is out. Uh, it may not be out on your device. It is on Spotify right now as I'm recording this, but it may come later to to your app that you use. But I was having this discussion about why the Canadian system, right? There, there was a question from a student in Canada saying, look, in Canada, shadowing is nearly impossible. Clinical ex- experience is really hard. It's just not something that medical schools lean on to determine whether or not you want to be a physician. And so we, Dr. Scott Wright, who's our VP of academic advising at MAPT, he's a former director of admissions at UT Southwestern, the former executive director at TMDSAS, the the whole application service to Texas medical schools. And we had a discussion just about, and it was was kind of disappointing and depressing, just how broken our healthcare system is, right? That's kind of the goal. You need to go get shadowing. You need to go get clinical experience so that you can see how broken our healthcare system is and you can still tell us why you want to become a physician. You need to expose yourself to the the just torture of the medical education path which I, I think a lot of it is there for good reasons. A lot of it probably could change. That's a discussion for another day. But I think after discussing the, the Canadian system and, and potentially what medical schools look like at, in Canadian students, and I'll have some more podcast episodes for all of my friends up north. Uh, I, I was introduced to somebody at, at University of Toronto, I think, um, so I'll have some more Canadian content for you all, but right, the, the cost of medical education in this country is outrageous. So we have students who need to go get that experience to, to know that they're going to be in a lot of debt 
and the healthcare system is very broken, and are you sure you want to do this? Versus in Canada, they're really looking for, it seems like, very empathetic people. People who have these traits that really set them up for success as physicians. Right? It's not a mistake that Canada, McMaster specifically, invented Casper. They invented the MMI. That's all based from research out of that institution. They're looking for skills and traits of their future physicians outside of, do you have enough shadowing experience? Do you have enough clinical experience? Do you understand what you're getting yourself into? Because being a physician in Canada is less crazy, right? Not, not every system is perfect, but it's less crazy. You have a lot less debt. The pay is very, very similar to us here in the U.S. Obviously, there's, there's extremes in some of our specialties, probably compared to Canada, but on average, it's very, very comparable, And so students don't have to be as heightened in their awareness of of what they're getting themselves into. They need to be empathetic and kind people. And so I don't know why I went off on that rant about Canada, but I I really want to, to encourage you to continue to explore this path. You know, it's, it's interesting with, with, Everything going on, the civil rights movement, the the Black Lives Matter movement, and and everything else going on, you see a lot of people going, well, if you don't like it here, leave. And I a thousand percent disagree with that statement because I think the most patriotic thing to do is sit here and fight for what we want, what you want. And that includes once you're a physician. You fight for the healthcare system that you want. And I think a lot of that is beaten out of us through this process. We come to accept a lot of things in this journey and accept that that's just how it is and accept that we're just one person who can't change anything. I think if we have learned one thing from from what's going on right now it's that one person can change everything so as you go through this process continue to think about what can be improved continue to think about how you want to improve it a lot of you are standing up to the AAMC and I'm proud of you for that the AAMC is a beast they have a huge monopoly I want you to reach out to your state reps and, and tell them what's going on. I've reached out several times to mine. I haven't heard much. Uh, obviously, we're in, a, in the middle of a pandemic, so they're busy. And I don't know if the AMC is at the top of their list for priorities. But I'll continue reaching out. I'll continue asking questions. I've already had conversations with former test prep executives who have created materials for the MCAT and said, what's, what is the potential to create an MCAT alternative? Right, the ACT, many years ago, created an alternative to the SAT. They didn't like what the SAT was testing. They thought they could do it better. 
maybe there's room in this world for an MCAT alternative. I want to look into it. Will you help me? Some of you have created an organization known as the Students for Ethical Admissions. And you created an amazing letter and sent it to medical schools. And I know you had an impact because I have, I have friends in high places. And they sent me an email because they saw that I signed that letter. And they said, hey, what do you know about this? I said, there are a bunch of students who are sick and tired of what's going on. And they're like, oh, they're causing a headache for us because, because they're threatening this and they're threatening that. I'm like, good, they should. Know that I stand with you. It may not be super active on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else right now. Uh, unfortunately, just like everyone else with COVID and quarantine, uh, I'm limited in the hours that I have with building Mapped and, and focusing a lot of efforts on trying to create a platform to help more students I have less time to interact the way that I used to, but know that I'm still here. So continue to reach out to me. Continue to ask for my help. And if I don't get back to you, don't don't give up. Keep trying. Keep messaging me. Keep bugging me. Because I, I want to fight the AMC. I want to have them on the podcast and tell them that I want to fight them. <laughs> not, not a literal fight, but... A, a fight for who they represent, a fight for who they are there to support, because it doesn't look like they're there to support you. It doesn't look like they're there to support medical students. It looks like they're there to take your money and then do whatever they want with it. And they're not doing enough to help you. And so that's the fight that I want to have. So this this episode kind of turned into a, a state of the union, which is kind of where I wanted it to go. There's a lot of bad stuff going on right now, and a lot of it's disappointing. We've seen our healthcare system crumble with COVID, with elective procedures being shut down, which are the money makers for hospitals. We've seen physicians furloughed, pay cut, and so many other issues happening. A lot of you want to be physicians for job stability. And a pandemic just proved that even physicians don't have job stability. Becoming a physician is still an amazing career. I did a a YouTube video, if you haven't seen it yet, why I don't practice medicine anymore. I miss a lot about it. I, I had a conversation yesterday with a physician for specialty stories, and she asked if I missed it. I said, I miss a lot of it. There's a lot that I don't miss, right? <laughs> Fighting with insurance companies and all that other stuff, which luckily I didn't have to do a lot of because I was in the military and we had TRICARE and, and uh, all of that fun stuff. But the, the interactions with patients, being able to impact someone's life, having that conversation when a patient comes to you and she tests positive for the BRCA gene and has decided to undergo elective double mastectomy, having her sit in front of you in tears going through that process. It's, it's an amazing, amazing career. 
And I want you to do it if this is what you want. I don't want you to, as a lot of people are saying now, if you don't like it, get out. Leave this country. If you don't like it, choose a different career. I don't want you to do that. If this is what you want to do, then you fight for how you want it to be. So I'll leave you with those words of encouragement. Continue fighting. Fighting the AAMC. Fighting for what is right. Reach out to your local state, national senators, your, your, your local politicians, whoever you can reach out to. Reach out to them. Sign petitions. Reach out. See what the Students for Ethical Admissions is up to. See how you can connect. See how you can improve this process. Maybe not for you, but for the next class or the class after. Because this process has to improve. It has to get better. It has to. So, I hope you have a great week. I've been blessed to be here for 400 episodes talking to you every week. And I hope that I'll be here for another 400. We'll see. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on The Pre-Med Years.